Hi. Hi, it's Kamaria. How are you? Hi, Kamaria. It's so nice to talk to you. Nice to talk to you. I'm excited to talk to you. You know, I've been watching uh, your video clips and some of your stand up, and I'm like, wow, this is a real treat to talk to you this evening. Yeah, I'm really excited to connect anyway. You know, in the days like that, any connection is so valuable. So I'm very excited to, you know, to talk. Oh, great. Well, a formal introduction that we are talking to Eugenia Kuzmina, and uh, she is an actress, model, producer, writer, comedian, and the founder of uh, Model Mom TV. And uh, we're going to talk about a couple different things because you've done so much, but you really have an interesting story. I was watching one of your um, interviews today on Facebook, and tell us um, your story, you know, from Russia to Paris to living this fabulous, uh, this fabulous life, but kind of walk us through your journey from the beginning. Thank you so much, Kamaria, for such an introduction. And, uh, you know, I think everybody has an interesting journey. Uh, but my specific journey started in Russia, in, in Moscow, and I grew up in Siberia. My parents are from there. My dad was a nuclear scientist, and uh, we grew up end of uh, Soviet regime, so very different times. You know, we grew up on food lines, uh, kind of similar situation to what's happening now, where people were fighting over food, you know, and toilet paper. <laughs> so, um, you know, I feel like I've been through that. Uh, and then I was discovered by the designer Vyacheslav Zaitsev, one of a few designers in Russia in the time, and um, then discovered by French agency in Paris, who started modeling and acting. And after that, I had kids and uh, moved from New York to Los Angeles and kind of fell into acting due to my husband because he was in the business, wasn't really something that I planned or dreamt about, but uh, happened to be in the center of entertainment and raised three kids and a dog and you know promote a lot of really really good causes well you know your story to me is so interesting because at the age of 15 you left russia to to go to paris and you did this on your own yeah of course you know it wasn't really a choice for me it was definitely an opportunity um there wasn't such a thing as modeling in Russia at that time, so I had no idea what I was getting into. But I got mm -hmm. offered a contract with an agency, and they would offer us to, you know, to live in the apartment, we get advanced, and then we work it back, you know, their oldest contracts. And I was earning at the time when I was 15 more than my dad, who's a nuclear scientist, so that was definitely a motivation. Besides, I lost my dad at that time, it just happened, and my mom was a homestay mom for a really long time and I had a small sister. So when I left to Paris, I knew that I had a really big motivation to, you know, to be an earner. And also, you know, I mean, of course, Paris is not the worst place to be, but there were a lot of things that, you know, being in the like industry with, you know, grown-ups and earning money and paying taxes and living on yourself, like I had to grow up very fast. Yeah, I mean, that is a lot, but you've, I mean, you've done a lot of TV and you've uh, done 
stand up and you have some upcoming projects and I wanted you to talk about um, one you have the gentleman movie and spy city and I was watching uh, one today and you as like a spy person you are really fit kind of like scary spy person <laughs> yeah yeah you know I'm very active I think as a mom like any parent can relate you just are active like 24 7 because you know they need your attention all the time so but also you know I try my best to stay healthy I think I was educated as a model you always say have to stay healthy because our lifestyle is so fast we you know, travel every day on the planes. I mean, now a little bit less with movies, but, um, you know, you always have to be in good shape and be ready to work. Uh, talking about upcoming projects, I'm really excited, you know, even though all the productions now have been postponed because everybody's right. home, you know, for, for a few months here. Uh, but uh, I have really exciting projects. Uh, the Gentleman just came out. Actually, it was very interesting to go to Russia, Moscow, first time in 11 years, and it opened number one there. So I'm very excited to, awesome. you know, to be part of it. Yeah, it's, it was a very special emotional moment to come back to your country after such a long time. Um, and, um, you know, we shot it in London with Guy Ritchie, Colin Farrell, Hugh Grant, a lot of really amazing um, actors. My scene is opposite Michelle Dockery who's an incredible actor, too. Um, so that was really fun. And then I have Spy City with Dominic Cooper, and we shot it in Prague. It's a miniseries. Um, it's six episodes and coming soon to the TV. Um, so that, that was super fun also to, you know, to know how to work with different weapons. Like, I have to learn a lot of time framing. It was in the 60s. So very different from the time I grew up, but uh, had a lot of fun on set and, you know, really looking forward to that coming out. I have a few other spy projects. I'm actually training with John Wick trainer right now. Um, you know, Terran Tactical, really excited uh, because, you know, they're the best at teaching you how to be honest and realistic mm -hmm. on the camera. Um, and I have a few horror films, one horror film that I'm working, director from Piranha 3D, so it's kind of fun, comedic horror film. So very excited as well. Wow. Now, as a child, Eugenia, did you ever imagine living, you know, a life in Hollywood or Paris or working, you know, with Dior and just all over the world with this um this this lifestyle? No, I could never imagine. I mean, what we were shown on TV was more of a propaganda in Russian Soviet times, so there was nothing to imagine. But you know, I was always a person who takes opportunities. I think, and I'm really positive. Uh, you know, it's all about the mindset. So whenever I got presented an opportunity to go to Paris, or you know, I was in the middle of Los Angeles and I had kids and. I just happened to be in the middle of this industry and my friends who are directors asked to be in a film. I took those opportunities and started learning new skills, you know. I'm always open to learning and, you know, meeting new people. So I think it's more of a mindset, but I definitely haven't imagined where I'm going to be at this point. Wow. And you you also do comedy, as, as I mentioned before. So you have a comedy tour, The Nobodies. Uh, tell us Tell us about that. 
Uh, yes, I created a group with a few comedian friends. You know, I noticed when I started doing comedy that it's very individualistic, um, you know, thing, um, art, and there's not a lot of support, to be honest. So I, coming into that, I really wanted to create a group of, you know, like-minded individuals, and I always dreamed of being a rock star, so that never happened, but I thought, <laughs> why not do it with comedy? Um, and we're a group of um, five to like more people is kind of changes depending on the city. And we already been to Las Vegas. We're planning to go to Chicago this summer. We're going to be there on June 6, but it's got the phones. Uh, so hopefully we're coming really soon there. And then we're going to New York. We've been part of like equal means equal movement where we performed in Arizona for 2000 people. We also went to Palo Alto. Uh, and it's super fun, you know, we shoot behind the scenes and um, hope to release some web series about that journey. That's really interesting. And you're pretty funny because I uh, saw uh, some of your stand-up and, um, of course, some of your skits. It's like Melania Trump. I'm like, wow, you have <laughs> Melania and Ivanka. and Ivanka, you have them down pretty good. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah, actually, you know, I'm not the person who, like, judges characters that I'm doing, and Delani, I feel I just relate to her because, you know, she speaks a lot of languages, and we literally don't know a lot about her because she speaks not a lot, so I thought there's so much opportunity to, you know, create different things and, you know, with curiosity, and also she has an accent, I think, very similar to mine, and she was a model, so that's why, you know, I started kind of researching and um, working at the groundlings. City, uh, Grand Lakes Theater in uh, Los Angeles kind of gave me opportunity to to bring it to you know a pretty good level. Wow! And tell us about uh, Model Mom blog or Model Mom TV. Mm -hmm. Thank you for asking. So I started Model Mom uh, TV blog after I had kids. Uh, the thing is, I was really busy with my modeling career. You know, I was in the middle of it traveling every day to different cities. And then after having kids, I realized it's so hard to actually come back because even though I was very excited and showing pictures of my kids around, I think not all the clients were very excited about that because and understandably they were worried that I couldn't, you know, complete the job or would cancel last minute. And there's a lot of pressure, you know, at that level um, of work. So I, I just felt, you know, kind of alone, and I didn't find a lot of support. I feel the mom culture still needs to change a lot. I feel there should be more women who support each other, you know, and not judge each other and put each other down. So I started this blog just to, you know, kind of bring different moms that I know that are passionate about things and, uh, you know, life and just ask them questions how they do it. And it grew up into this amazing community you know, women that I know, and everybody brings some tips and inspirations, and it's a great way to stay connected. Well, now, how did, how did uh, motherhood change you? It changed completely because as a model, you're very self-absorbed, and <laughs> everything's about you, and obviously, like, it takes 24-7, you know, you're like an Olympic athlete, you have to be in top shape, and, you know, you have to to completely, um, you know, be dedicated to 
your images and things like that. And of course, after you have kids, like you can't do that. So I think it grew me, it brought a lot of compassion and just, you know, kind of focused me on being more organized as well. And also not be such a perfectionist because, you know, once you have kids, everything is a mess. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Now, are you working on a book as well? Yes, you know, I always, and people actually ask me, like, to do a book, so I thought about it. The thing is, I'm not, English is not really my first language, it's my third language, I speak French as well, because I grew up in Paris, so I thought for a while, and, you know, tried to write it so many ways, and then one of my friends say, why don't you do it as, like, a comedy parody on advice, and do it in the form of tarot cards? Um, so, you know, tarot cards, I studied a lot. It's all about the journey of the hero's journey. And I think you can apply it to like a mom's journey and also add kind of bad advice because I know as a mom, I fail all the time. And I think it's fun to share kind of imperfection rather than, you know, some expertise because, you know, it, it's always easy to, to show, especially now in the Instagram age, how like perfect your life is and how filtered everything is. But I think... It's so important, um, and we can act on being vulnerable and imperfect actually more than the other way. So, it, you know, I collaborate with a few photographer friends that I worked, um, you know, once being a model, and I, I think it's coming along really well. So hopefully, you can release it next year on Mother's Day. Oh, that's congratulations! I wish you oh so much success on that. That's a great project. Thank you. Now, what do your kids think about you, you know, mom as a model and an actress and a producer and writer? And Well, one of my kids is actually with me. <laughs> this is complete honesty. They just, they think um, I'm a terrible, terrible mom. I think they have a sense of humor. Basically, my son, he calls me all the time before the show and he goes over my jokes and gives me a lot of really good advice on what jokes to do. <laughs> um, but, you know, I, I think we laugh a lot and, you know, obviously, like, we say I love you every day. Um, and I think that's the most important thing. Oh, that totally, totally is. And I also understand that you are involved in a lot of charitable work. Um, so talk to, mm-hmm. us, talk to us about the, the charities and um, the type of support that you offer. Um, of course, you know, because my dad was a nuclear scientist and sometimes at his time he was forced to work more on a government project. But actually he was very passionate about, you know, the climate and ecology and he always wanted to work on that. He wasn't able to do that, but he got us one of the best education personally so I think I was always passionate about nature and animals and you know spending a lot of time in uh, Yekaterinburg in Russia I also got very close to that Um, and once you know I moved to Paris my agency helped me to organize few charities so a lot of times for example with LA models we would go downtown and see the homeless um, or you know clean or just get educated so important to get educated I work with this amazing organization, it's called From the Heart Tribe, and me and my daughter, we go to clean uh, beaches from plastic, and it's also best education, just when you do something by hand, you really see the results, you know, you get excited, so my daughter recently gave a speech in the school, 
Um, I also work with animals, so I go to farms and we get educated, you know, about farming and farm sanctuary where they save animals from, you know, uh, unethical farming. And um, I work with wolves. There's a lot of things that are happening also. I mean, there's so many things that you can do, you know. Hmm. Wow. Now, tell us about the, the wolves. Um, so I learned a lot about wolves. First of all, in LA, due to climate change and dry, dry out now, um, wolves become to residential area. And what's happening is they're supposed to be shot 24 hours if there's no shelter to be found. Um, and uh, the thing is, there's not enough shelters, you know, not enough uh, places where wolves can recover or kind of be sent back to the wild. Uh, wolves are very similar to humans. They're pack animals and actually um, they have a great support system. They're not dogs, which is very interesting. They can't be patted or adopted. They're really wild. They can be only communicated to. So when we were communicating with the wolves, you have to sit quietly and just wait for the wolf to come to you. They have a structure where they have like alpha wolf and beta wolf and when alpha wolf actually supports the whole family when he's getting sick or something, he's getting replaced naturally by another wolf. They're very intelligent animals. I think humans can learn a lot from them. Wow, that's really interesting. That's, Thank you. I, I like uh, never even um, knew that that you, if you don't have a place, then you they have to be shot within 24 hours. Yes, yes. So there's a lot of, you know, a lot of laws that don't support animals, especially now I think when um, I'm really worried because when everybody's quarantined, a lot of shelters are abandoned because obviously people are, um, you know, worried about adopting a pet. So I think it's really important to support them as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's the thing with the quarantine. It's just, um, it's just taking over everything. It's true. I mean, it's, you know, it's changing life a little bit, but I think well, next time this happens, we'll be all prepared, right? And yes, well, yeah, we, we, we hope so. I think we will. Um, I'm sure. It's, it's been a journey, so we're learning, learning as, as we're going. And um, now for, for 2020, what kind of resolutions did you set for yourself or what kind of um, aspirations did you say, I, I want to do this, I want to strive through that? Uh, you mean what I learned from now? From right. Yeah. Uh, well, it's interesting because right before this happened, I was working on improv, and I think it's interesting how it can apply in the current situation. You know, basically, improv is all about living in the moment and saying mm -hmm. yes to the current moment. So um, it's very easy to dwell in negative thinking and reading the news and, you know, imagining things that are happening. But I think it's so important to breathe also and stay present. So yes to whatever happens right now and, um, you know, accept it. So, you know, a lot of times a lot of my friends would call me and they're really worried. And obviously, you know, a lot of things are changing. A lot of people are stuck in the small apartment and even worse. Uh, but it's really important to breathe and meditate and stay present. And unless something is happening right now, uh, just try to stay positive. And also there's so many ways to, you know, be 
proactive and creative online now. Honestly, like doing all the podcasts, create your podcast. You know, you can. I'm collaborating right now with my friends on green screen. So even if you can't do something, you know, because you have to be around another person, doesn't mean that you can't be creative. You can write something or, you know, shoot videos of, you know, whatever, whatever is your passion. Like you can really, because we have so much opportunity to stay quieter and not just like run around mindlessly completely, just, you know, not being aware, not conscious, like doing stuff one by one. Now actually it gives us an opportunity to see what we really love doing and, uh, you know, do it with really good skills, like develop some new skills and, and do the skills better. You know, Eugenia, you just said um, something that was really important. And as you were talking, our internet uh, dropped the call. So I'm going to give it a few minutes to um, come back up. And uh, I've been having this with talks you every once in a while. Uh, sometimes no the internet just drops. So what you said um, was powerful because uh, this is a time where people can do, you know, things that um, something they may have always wanted to do and didn't, you know, have the chance to do it or have the time um, to do so. And now is, you know, a good time to do that. And I'm still looking. So our internet has dropped the call. But Typically, what will happen um, as we're talking, you know, TalkShoe will pick back up. And I think sometimes this happens on YouTube as well. So when you go to listen to the interview, you'll hear us talking uh, and then it will stop. So you'll just have to restart <laughs> the conversation again. Hey. Until until it's until it's there. Uh, typically, it comes right back up, but it has not done so. Um, That's okay. I mean, you know, living in the moment. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You have like the the best attitude about about that, and um, and just kind of repeat what you said just in case we can we can pick it back up about really focusing on being mindful and doing something um, that you didn't think you were able to do before. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Do you want me to say this again? Yeah, go ahead. I'm not sure if it's going to pick us back up, but just in case, it'll, it'll be there. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, so for anybody who hasn't heard this before, uh, I learned a lot from doing improv, and I feel how it correlates to uh, life right now during quarantine, because it's all about being in the moment, saying yes to the moment, and accepting it, and uh, moving forward. So I think it's very easy to kind of get caught up in negative thinking, reading the news, and imagining what's going to happen to you for your loved ones, but I think unless it is happening right now, it's so important just to take a breath and, um, you know, accept what is happening now. And uh, also just, you know, kind of um, stay in the moment and say yes and move forward and, um, you know, be positive with that. And also there's so many ways to, um, you know, to 
kind of be busy and creative in the moment because there's a lot of skills. A lot of times we run around, you know, in our life, not even being conscious or aware of how busy we are for no reason. But right now, because we're forced to kind of let go all the things that are not really don't really matter, you know, we're left with basic things. So it's really a great time to really focus on what you're passionate about for, you know, in a deep way and kind of, you know, learn the skills more or find new skills and you have an opportunity or and time, you know, there's no excuse to follow your passion and, you know, your dream and stay creative. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. And uh, and so, Eugenia, we may have to uh, tape this again. I won't know until uh, after talk show uploads, and I'll be able to go back and listen to the the interview. But uh, let's know how they can uh, connect with you on social media. Uh, You guys can reach me. I have an Instagram. I think just for modeling, it's, um, you know, more wide you know, place, platform. So it's Eugenia Kuzmina. Um, and also you can find me on Twitter or my website. Always happy to connect, you know, and I hope you stay in touch. Okay, and give everyone the website. Uh, my website is eugenia-kuzmina.com or modelmom.tv. Okay. Well, I want to thank you, Gina, for being on the Stroke Diva Fabulous Radio Show. As I said, I'm going to check this out once talk show uploads. I hope that um, it got most of our conversation. It looks like it just did. Um, So I think I'm going to have to ask you uh, to come back again because I don't think it got the last uh, five minutes or so. Of course, whatever is better. You know, I'm very happy to talk to you and let me know when. I will. Thank you so much. Enjoy the rest of your evening and I need much success on all the wonderful products that you have coming up. And I will connect with you soon. Thank you so much. Yeah, very excited and Stay healthy and, you know, stay safe and wishing a blessed evening to everybody. Yes, blessings to you as well. Goodbye, Eugenia. Bye, bye. Thank you. Bye. All right, thanks. Bye-bye.